I want to share with you in the few moments we have before the last and final days of Passover, which are starting in the next, uh, depending on where you live, in the next uh, couple of minutes. We're about to enter what's called Shvis Shel Pesach, the seventh day of Passover, which is a holiday, just like the first day of Passover. This year coincides with Shabbos. So um, what is the significance of this holiday for those who know we are commemorating the, an event that took place seven days after the exodus from Egypt as the Jews were journeying out of the boundaries of the land of Egypt towards approaching the Sinai Desert. The seventh day of Passover commemorates the splitting of the sea. The splitting of this, the Red Sea, the Sea of Reeds, the Jewish people crossed through, miraculously split as the Jews passed through the other side, the sea came back together and drowned the Egyptian army who had been pursuing them. And uh, the question I want to ask you is, it, it, did it really happen? Did the sea actually split? Do we believe in miracles? And the answer I want to share with you is no, the sea did not split. And if that was a surprising answer for you, I will now give my second answer. Yes, the sea did split. And what do I mean? Why did I just say that the sea didn't split and the sea did split? The answer is it's all about perspective. Let me explain. The Egyptians believed in a world of nature. They worshipped the world of nature. They were pantheists. They worshipped the sun god, the god Ra. They worshipped the sheep god, the uh, Ares, the Mazel, the astrological zodiac of this month was their main god. They worshipped the Nile River as a god. And essentially all of these point to the idea of worshipping nature. They worshipped the world of nature. And as Jews we believe in a miraculous reality. We believe that nature is programmed by a supernatural reality, by a creator who created both nature and the miraculous. We believe that there's no such thing really as nature, that everything is being programmed by the creator at every moment. And the only difference between a sea splitting versus everyday reality, the sun rising and setting, the earth revolving around the sun, the moon, the seasons, the fact that rain falls and and apple and, and waters the ground and trees grow out from the ground and give forth fruit. Can you imagine if you had come to this world and you'd never been on earth before, if you were an alien from another planet, and someone showed you a tiny seed and they said, you put this in the ground, it rots, comes forth a, 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 a sprout, a green sprout, give it time, it turns into a tree, and then that tree is going to create fruit that you can, like, you would never believe it. It's crazy that water falls from the heavens. The only difference between water falling from heaven and bread falling from heaven is that we're used to water falling from heaven. The difference between miracle, miracle and nature is nature are the miracles that are around, among us every single day that we take for granted. There's essentially no difference. The Talmud tells a story of a uh, Talmudic sage, whose name was Rabbi Hanina Bendosa, who was lived on a different plane than a normal person. And one day before Shabbos, his daughter discovered that 
she accidentally filled up the candles, the Shabbos candles, with vinegar instead of oil. And she was very concerned that she wouldn't have anything to light the Shabbos candles with. And Rabbi Hanina, her father, said, just light it anyway, just light the vinegar. She said, what do you mean? Vinegar doesn't burn. And he said, no, no, why does oil burn? Does it make any sense to you? The chemical properties of oil, that fire can ignite oil and burn, it doesn't make any sense. He said, it's, that's a miracle that we're used to. The same God who said that oil can burn will also, can also say that vinegar will burn. The difference between miracles and nature is that miracles are a suspension of the normal laws of nature, of gravity, of weather, of economics, the regular things that we live our life based upon. No, temporary suspension, yet neither is any less miraculous. And the Talmud is explaining to us that if you recognize that nature is also a miracle, it's just a mask that God is wearing, so the laws of nature do not have to bind you. When the Jewish people found themselves surrounded with between a rock and a hard place, with the Egyptian army closing in on one side and a sea on the other side, they realized they had no place to turn but to God. And they realized that they could literally walk through water. And they took a step into the water. And when they found the water up to their necks, suddenly it split. Why? Because they realized they had no place else to turn. They had to rely on the miraculous. And there's a rule in Judaism that we don't rely on miracles. We believe in nature. We believe we have to go through the mask that God wears of nature, of working in an everyday world. But when you have no place else to turn, then know that miracles can and will happen. And the Talmud says that just as hard as it was for God to split the sea, so to speak, by suspending the laws of nature, by going against the mask of nature that God wears, so too is when a person finds their soulmate. And so too when a person earns their livelihood. And you could ask anyone who's been married long enough or anyone that you know is trying to make a living that it truly is miraculous when things come together. And if a person wants, however, to rely on the world of nature entirely and say that nature is an end in itself, that nature is in charge, so then God says, fine, no problem. You can give yourself over to the world of nature. If you want to find a successful marriage, if you want to make money without relying on, on God and spirituality, go right ahead and let the laws of nature control you. But if you want to recognize that it's all miraculous, then you will be, your life will be given over to the miraculous reality. So it's all a matter of your perspective. The Jews who believed in miracles, the sea split. The temper cessation of the laws of nature for them, they were not bound by gravity. Water was not bound by gravity, and they were able to fly through the sea on dry land. The Egyptians who believed in a world of nature, for them, when they entered the sea, it crashed down upon them because they did not believe in a supernatural reality. They believed in a world of nature, and therefore they were bound by the laws of the world of nature. So if you want to live a miraculous life, if you want to live a life when it comes to your your relationships, to living with your spouse, your soulmate, to finding your soulmate, to earning a livelihood, and to every day in and outs of reality. If you want to be bound by 
the laws of nature go right ahead. But if you believe that the laws of nature really have no power, and that ultimately everything is controlled by a master designer, so then the laws of nature will not control your destiny. And we're not allowed to rely on a miracle. We're, we're supposed to go through with normal effort in earning a living and taking care of all the things that have to be done in life. But know that ultimately it's miraculous. And therefore, if you ever find yourself between a rock and a hard place, in a situation in life where there's no place to turn, if you truly believe in miracles, then miracles will happen. And you will not be bound by the laws of nature. Wishing you all a beautiful Shabbos, a beautiful Yom Tov, a beautiful holiday. Chag Sameach, enjoy the end of this Passover where we literally eat matzo, it represents faith in the miraculous. We internalize the lessons and the values of our ancestors as we became a nation for the first time through the Exodus. And we prepare not for freedom from Egypt, but freedom to. Freedom to become a light to the nations, freedom to reveal the incredible lessons of our heritage to the world. Thank you all for listening.